Welcome to the CCF Iowa podcast. Well, we made it. We are on the last episode of Adulting. Welcome to Adulting 110. We're going to call this reality. Simply reality. And here's why. Because reality is often hard to come to grips with. And for a lot of us, it doesn't quite match what we thought it would look like. See, there's really only two things that I'm going to ask you to consider today. And they're two things that are incredibly important. And I'm not going to ask you things such as, uh, is your boyfriend or girlfriend the right person for you? I'm not going to ask you questions like, what do you want to do for the rest of your life? I'm not going to ask you any of those questions that they give you in high school to help you figure out where you're going in life. I hope you have a chance to get where you're going in life. And this is really meant, this episode is really meant for you, you graduating seniors or you people that are finishing up master's degrees. This episode is really meant for you that are about to actually encounter the real world. But if not, uh, if you are still not quite at that stage, it's a great episode for you to listen to so you can plan and prepare for these things. I want to start here. I want to start with this, this simple idea of, I'm going to say, what's next? Now, you're presumably somewhere around 22 years old. And for the entire first 22 years of your life, there has always been a what's next when you're born, you don't really make decisions by yourself. And there's always, but there is a what's next. What's next is uh, when you start to develop memories, you start to understand your sense of self, you get that sense of I'm going to start school. You know, usually you start memories about three o'clock, you start to consciously think for your, for your, not three o'clock, three years of age. And you start to consciously think for yourself at about three years of age. And so you're thinking about, well, I'm going to go to school. I'm going to be just like my older brother, my older sister, or my friends in the neighborhood that are a little older. I'm going to start going to school. And so what's next is you get there and it's all great, but all of a sudden you want to be a bigger kid, right? Little kids often want to be adults. You remember being five and just saying, I just want to be on my own. I want to have my own house. I want to be able to make eat whatever I want. You know, it's it's a it's the dumbest thing in life why little kids want to be adults, but every single one of us does at some point. So after you get to that stage, you know, you start to get to around middle school. Man, middle school is just a rough and awkward time for everybody. You just want to make it to high school because high school seems so much better than middle school because everybody's less awkward. Everything is, is it makes a little bit more sense. Things have a little bit more purpose behind it. You finally feel like an adult because middle school kind of feels like a halfway house between uh, grown up and child and people don't take middle schoolers seriously. They consider them children, but they're also not old enough to do anything. And they're not old enough to grasp anything real and good, at least with, with, the, with the way that society has set it up for now. There's always a next, oh, I just want to get to high school. And when you start high school, it's, oh, man, I love being in high school, but I want to go to that party or I want to go see that person and I can't drive anywhere. And I just, I just want to get to 16 so I can have my own driver's license and start driving wherever I want. But it's never enough, right? Because I just want to be done with high school. I can't wait to get out of this town. I can't wait to start college. I can't wait to stop taking these stupid classes. Uh, and I can't wait to just be my own person. I can't wait for, for what's next in life. And, and it happens for most of us, for a lot of us. And, and if it, you know, whatever your what next is, it's not always college, but a lot of people it is, you know, maybe it's going to trade school or being an entrepreneur or traveling the world, whatever your what's next is, you still have a what's next, but we're going to go 
since this is a campus ministry, we're going to assume that college was the next step for you. And so your what next was college. And you have to figure out these things such as university and you have to figure out, you know, am I staying local for a year and then going? Or am I taking a gap year? Or am I just going right into uh, whatever university I want to go to? Am I going in undecided? What major am I going to have? You have to figure out all these things and what's next. And we're just so focused on getting to the what next that we don't plan for way far ahead and we get to college and there's a what next okay I'm gonna I'm gonna get a job and I'm going to uh, maybe or I'm gonna get a job or I'm gonna continue my schooling and get a higher education degree and those are both great things to do eventually when you graduate but what's really hard for a lot of adults to grasp is once you've gotten that there is very few what's next. The what's next list become way, way less. And maybe you're one of the fortunate people enough to meet the person that you're going to marry in college. If that is you, if you happen to be one of those people that gets married right out of college, or at least gets serious about getting married right out of college, then you have just completely skipped over the biggest what's next. And if you have happened to be graduating and you have a job lined up and you have that familial aspect of your life figured out, there's not much more for you in the what's next category. It's apartment to house. It's, It's relationship to marriage. It's marriage to potentially kids if that's a what's next for you. There, there's less what's next. There's a lot of, there's 22 years of you trying to look forward to what's next. And all of a sudden you don't have that anymore. And for a lot of young adults, it winds up leading them into an aspect of their life or into a stage of their life where they don't have a what's next anymore. And so they lose a sense of purpose. They lose that thing that has kept them going, they lose their drive. And I'm here to tell you today that just because you don't have a what's next, or just because your what's next is not for 10 years from now, that is okay. That doesn't mean that your life has no purpose right now. That is not, the two are not a correlation. If if you have what's next and they are not coming, if you have a degree but no job, that does not lose your purpose because there is still things that you can be doing. And even if you don't have a a job, you could still be a productive person in society. You can still be the person that you set out to be when you started university. Or maybe you, you, you got a job, but it's not quite the job you wanted because you have to work up to it. Well, well, but that what's next seems 20 years down the road because nobody gets to start off as CEO. It, there are, there is not a loss of purpose in that. It is okay to have your what's next not be the not be for a while or to not have one. It is it is completely fine that does not lose your sense of purpose. It is a very weird transition of life. It is totally normal. It is totally okay. You just have to understand that. It's completely fine. You will be fine. And here's the other thing. Whether or not you have a what's next, whether or not your what's next is 20 years from now or three months from now, there is so much buildup from your your 22 years of existence up until this point. 
And what's happened is over those 22 years, you have accumulated so much baggage for what your ideal reality looks like. A lot of us have this mindset of uh, when, when, you're, when you're in middle school, you start to form these mindsets of, I'm going to go to high school, I'm going to graduate high school, I'm going to get good GPAs, so I get good scholarships, I'm going to go to the university that I really want to go to, I'm going to get this major, I'm going to be done in four years, I'm going to continue, I'm going to get a master's degree in two years, and then I'm going to get my dream job right out of college, and at that point, I'm going to start looking to, to settle down and find a family. And then after that, you know, we look at getting a house and then we look at having kids, all these things. We have our lives mapped out for us. And for some of us more organized, some of us more planners, some of us more, more thinking people, some of us more feeling people, a lot of times that is way more in effect than some of us that are just like, I'm just going to take what's next. I'm only going to focus with that. Because some of us, when it's, hey, you got to figure out your life, you're, gonna, you, you're trying to figure out, I want to go to this college. I want to get this degree. I want that. I I want a family by the t- I want a wife by the time I'm 25 and I want kids by the time I'm 30. This is people make all these plans and guess what most of the time 99% of Americans that is not how their life turns out. See, I went to Bible college and there's one thing that's really 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 strange about Bible college and if you know somebody that went there or if you happen to go yourself then you understand that. And it makes sense to you because you've seen that lived out. But there are people that will enroll in Bible college specifically with the intention of finding their spouse there. There are people there that will only enroll there to find that person. And once they find that person, they transfer to a community college or they they switch to online classes or at at a different university or they just put a pause on school because they want to focus on that. Some of them finish their degree and and move on uh, in in that realm, but they're not necessarily in Bible college for other reasons other than that. And it's the craziest thing. It's the weirdest phenomenon because colleges are crazy expensive and you know that. It sounds crazy, but there are people that do that, and some of those people don't get that wish fulfilled, and so their ideal version of their life all of a sudden has completely changed. See, when we don't get the things that we really strive and we really focus on, we consider it a personal failure on our part because life is not exactly how I planned it to be. I was hoping to have a dream job lined up by the time I graduate, but it didn't happen. Think of all the seniors this year that had jobs lined up that because of coronavirus, they've had those job offers rescinded, that they've been been fired before they've even been hired because of the state of, of our nation right now, the state of the world right now. It's crazy to think of these these all these little situations that go wrong. So a lot of people want to be married by 25, but a lot of the people that want that don't necessarily wind up getting that opportunities. See, life simply is, and there is so much that we can control, and there is so much that we cannot control. And if your ideal life is that you want to get good grades in high school so you can get to a good college with good scholarships and then graduate with your dream job and have a family by the time that you're 25 and and kids by the time that you're 30, and I'm just saying that that doesn't necessarily have to be your plan, but that seems like a pretty typical plan. But if one of those things goes wrong. We take it so personally, even if we might get all of the other things. See, take this analogy for just a second. 
athletes train and train and train because they all want to make the big time. And we know so many people that wind up going to colleges for, for football or basketball or, or baseball, wherever they wind up going so that they can make that that big time. They can make the show. But what happens when those people that tried and tried and tried don't wind up getting drafted in the NFL draft or in the NBA draft or in the MLB draft, whatever it winds up being? How do they choose to deal with that? It's a really hard thing that we have to deal with. And what we just need to understand is for the past 22-ish years, you have put all this baggage in in your suitcases and forced yourself to carry around with it. And honestly, the best thing that you can do is just let go of it. It doesn't mean that we still don't strive for our dreams and our hopes and our desires. What it means is saying that I'm going to not let my baggage dictate my life. And if I don't wind up getting the things that I thought I was going to have by now, I'm not going to take it personally. And here's another thing that you need to understand. When and if you decide to get married, you are also including that you are picking up that person's baggage as well. And you are both carrying two people's loads. And your baggage is going to be very different than your spouse's baggage. Baggage. It's the way that society has set up is for us to carry around our own baggage to start thinking about the future at such an early age and put so much pressure on us to where we are coerced and sometimes even manipulated into making decisions, sometimes wrong decisions for our future. And we 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 can, we make up all of these these things about our life that we want. And when they don't come true, we take it so personally because we worked so hard at it. And I am here to tell you today that that does not make you a failure. That just means that there is something a little different in store for you. And whether that's due to God wanting you to consider something else or whether that's to poor planning on your part, I, I can't say except in given, given circumstances. Not all of us are meant to be married at 25. Not all of us are meant to graduate. Not all of us are meant to graduate in four years. Not all of us are meant to get that dream job because if we all had the dream job, there's nobody doing the other jobs. Not all of us are meant to have our ideal realities. In fact, most of us wind up don't getting what that looked like, but I know most adults that would say, I'm still really happy where I'm at. But it's a really hard transitional time for that. It's a really hard transitional time for you. And how we respond really defines who we are and what kind of adults we're going to be. Are you going to somebody, be somebody that chooses to sulk in their failures? Or are you going to be somebody that learns and somebody that grows from their experience? Somebody that is more determined to do their goals, somebody that changes what their ideal looks like. Because what 16-year-old know what the ideal is like, yet society puts so much pressure on you to make those decisions at 16. And if you are listening to this right now and you are not close to graduation, please just stop, drop your baggage, and just live in the moment. It's the best thing you can possibly do. And if you're sitting there about to graduate, or you're a year away from graduating, or you are maybe even graduated and trying to figure these things out. Now, you are not a failure because you did not get your ideal reality. You're not a failure if you don't get that dream job. You're not a failure 
if you're not making the salary you imagine. You're not a failure if you don't have a family by the time that you wanted. It's just part of adulthood. And I'm not trying to sound like that guy that just says adulthood sucks and life sucks and you are never going to get what you want. I hope and I pray that you get what you want. I really do. But that's not quite the reality all the time, is it? And that's why I wanted to call this episode the reality. Because we all have our images of this ideal, but the ideal usually does not come true. Usually what comes true is reality and we're forced to face it. And no amount of all the other practices that we practice in adulting can help you get there. It's no amount of planning and preparation can stop your reality from coming true. Now, you may be able to put yourself in a better position, but each one of us at some point in our lives is let down. When I went to college, I was really hoping that I would be able to to find out my career path and have a job lined up so that by the time I walked to graduation, I would be ready to 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 go and I would be ready to to figure out what my purpose was and, and start striving towards that. But what actually wound up happening is I was still serving tables at a Buffalo Wild Wings. And not that that's a bad job. I actually really liked my time there, but it's not what I wanted to do. I had a four-year graduate degree, four-year bachelor's degree, and I was still serving tables. I didn't have prospects lined up. I had one place I was inter- two places I was interviewing for. I sent out plenty of applications, but a lot of the a lot of the jobs that I wanted required me to do things that I didn't want to do. A lot of them had extra work involved that seemed either way too much or seemed way out of my skill set. Came even time for for August where I had been several months without figuring without having a job lined up, and it got close to this coming school year. And I said, "Well, if I'm not going to have my job that I want, I want to start graduate school, and I want to keep learning, keep growing." And so I wound up doing that, but I also wound up getting the job. It was like two weeks before school started, and it is not at all the reality that I envisioned four years ago, but I'm so grateful for the reality that was there because I value my time at Buffalo Wild Wings. I really do. It taught me a lot about myself. It taught me a lot about dealing with other people and the money wasn't bad either. (laughs) And I didn't have terribly too many bills at the time. And I got that summer to learn and grow and to just rest and process what exactly those last four years were for me. And I got to get comfortable with the idea that maybe the job that I really thought was for me wasn't. Life happens. Things get in the way. Sickness happens. Pandemics happen. And there's only so much planning that you can do. See, by listening to these episodes of adulting, it it hopefully has put you in a better position to make this transition a little bit easier and a little brighter of a future for you to see. But that's not always the case. And whatever your situation is, I'm praying for you. And I hope that things get better. But a lot of times, our version of better is very different from what life and God have in store for us. And I'm confident in saying that I am grateful for every time where I have felt like my ideal reality has not lived up to the actual reality that I was given to me. I would not change a single thing about my story so far. 
But if you asked 16-year-old me, I would have changed a lot of things. So hopefully that's a message of encouragement for you. That you are not a failure just because you're not exactly where you wanted to be. But part of adulting is how are you going to choose to respond? And really, the adult, the responsible part in us, as well as the Christian part of us, says we need to be to look forward. We need to grow from our mistakes. We need to grow from our experience and our situation. And we need to be okay with whatever God has for us. Hey, thanks for spending time with us today. If you have any questions about what you heard or any interest in learning more about CCF in Iowa, then please email us at ccf.uiowa at gmail.com and we would love to get you connected.